Well, hello and welcome to the All Things Leeds podcast or the ATL podcast. It is episode eight. As always, thank you for tuning in, downloading and listening. We really do appreciate it. I uh, hope you're all okay. If you haven't heard of me before, I am Ed. As always, for these podcasts, I'm joined by my good friend, Charles Foster. How are you, Charles? I'm doing all right, mate. A little bit tired, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, early, early morning start this morning. Um, uh, but me and Charles are joined by uh, a special guest in the studio today. All will be revealed after this uh, introduction. Uh, but in this podcast, we will, of course, be going over Leeds United's 1-1 draw. Went at Middlesbrough last Saturday. Cameron Phillips scored a 100th-minute equaliser to salvage a point for Leeds in that game. Also go over the Leeds United 23s as they lost 1-0 on Tuesday away at Sheffield Wednesday. Izzy Brown went off during that game, but he will feature on Wednesday night as, of course, Leeds United do host Swansea City at Ellen Road. We'll be previewing that game towards the end of this episode. All of this coming up. Well, as I mentioned uh, in the introduction, uh, me and Charles are joined by someone in the studio today, our second ever guest. Uh, we welcome on uh, Kev Markey. Kev Markey, how are Good you? Good morning, guys. Yeah, uh, great to be here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting times at Allen Road at the moment and uh, yeah. 15 games to go. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Are you, Charles? Yeah, it's, love, it's love the stress of it. <laughs> it's going to be interesting, certainly. It's going to be interesting, certainly. Um but a lot of people will recognise you, Kev, uh, as Leeds United Mad on yeah, Twitter that's right, yeah. and, for, and for your website. Mm-hmm. Just tell us a bit about that. Yeah, I've been running a website for a number of years now, when we used to be in the Premier League before, actually. I think it all started, so that's a very long time ago. Uh, yeah, and uh, got some good followers, made a lot of good friends out of it as well over the years, and it's, it's a nice thing to do, nice communication. There's nothing nasty about you know, all the messages that I get. They're all positive, usually, so it's, uh, it's, it's a good... Um, it's a good handle to have, Leeds United underscore mad, uh, yeah. Leeds United mad website. So, yeah, it's uh, it's great to uh, be involved, really, in it all. And how does the uh, website do? What, what kind of stuff do you post in there? Well, obviously, we do match reports, uh, usual gossips, um, opinions about what's going on in the season. Obviously, we're independently run. We, nobody tells us what to do or say, so it's a great uh, website to run. And, uh, obviously, uh, we have guests uh, sort of... Uh, involved with it as well you know during the course of the season so it's uh, always something uh, there's always some new story coming out from Ellen Road whatever happens so yeah. it's uh, it keeps you busy there's no week the same and it's uh, it's really fun to run yeah and I am an, an aspiring sports journalist so if you need any writers for your website yeah, any time Ed yeah I'll, I'll have to check your workout first to see what it's like but yeah <laughs> I'll uh, and uh, yeah uh, we'll talk about that afterwards maybe yeah <laughs> uh, well yeah I looked on Twitter this morning. You've got twenty point eight thousand followers. Yeah. How, how, how long did it take you? I'm to just popular. <laughs> I'm just a popular guy, Mister Popular. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I suppose with you having Leeds United in your title, you're going to get Leeds United following you anyway. But irrespective of what you write about, because it's just Leeds United, mm. that's the impact the club has on all over the world, really. So over the years, yeah, it's, it's uh, started uh, really slowly. Then it's sort of built over the last sort of ten years to twenty thousand. So. For an independent sort of uh, organisation, it's pretty good following, really. Yeah, it? really good, really good. Yeah. Uh, you do some uh, work with the uh, Leeds United Trust. We'll get on to that in a second, but mm. I really want to know, Kev, uh, w- when did it all start for you as a Leeds United fan? W- what's your earliest memory? <laughs> do you remember your first game? Uh, yeah, sort of, obviously, mid-70s, really, I suppose. My first ever game was uh, Billy Bremner's testimonial game against Sunderland when we just won the title that year, which... It's all a bit hazy now, because obviously I was very young, believe it or not, in those days. Uh, <laughs> uh, but obviously, when you supported Leeds in those days, this just seemed very invincible, that nobody was going to beat them. This seemed to be the best team around, which was great. So I was I was sort of lucky, really, to be involved in such a good time when, you know, there were sort of being every, all the teams that they played and doing well in Europe. Obviously, we won't mention 1975 because that's a bit of a stain. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes to talk about that. No. Uh, but overall, we were winning lots of things in those days and it was great to be part of the uh, Leeds United uh, following in those days. And obviously, I was a young kid going down to Ellen Road and, and we were a very good football club in those days. I obviously, went through a, uh, the 80s was a bit of a 
starvation diet for Leeds fans, which, you know, Division 2 football, meager, 10,000 crowds. Mm. Then we came back again with Wilco, uh, late 80s, early 90s, and, and we sort of built a good uh, foundation again, which sort of withered away after David O'Leary came. So talk about ups and downs. The song says it all, really. Yeah, really I've seen loads of ups and I've seen loads of downs. Yeah, really good in the 70s. Not too great in the 80s, picked up again in the 90s, in the early 2000s, then we just. Yeah, that seems to be Leeds at the years. moment. Yeah, that peaks and troughs, as they say, and hopefully we'll, we'll go through another peak soon. So all the young followers that we've got now will realise that we are, you know, we can play in the Premier League and we do appear on Match of the Day occasionally. <laughs> yeah, we've not been so lucky with our support. No. <laughs> in our time, we've supported. No, yeah. we, we started supporting back when Leeds, were, <coughs> Leeds United were in, were in League One, so yeah. no one can tell us that we were close, close supporting. That's kudos to you guys then for actually following the club when they were actually in League One. So <laughs> that is more, you know, respect, respectable, if you like, yeah. or more impressive that you actually did follow them in those days. I can't, but back, if we were a League One team back in the 70s, I don't think they'd be uh, as massive a following as there is now because we sort of built that history in the 60s and 70s and that's what a lot of people do remember from my my generation yeah definitely yeah. what's your highlight sporting leads uh, you know for your time sporting leads what, what what sticks out to you that like I'm always going to remember that that yeah. time that ever I suppose it's got got to be the 91-92 season really because every game was just a special game and obviously when we signed Gordon Strack in the season before or a couple of seasons before he just transformed the club he became the captain uh, everybody thought it was it was past it. It was in his thirties. We signed him from Man United. Sorry for mentioning that club on this on this line here, but you know they got to be mentioned now and again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was a brilliant signing. He transformed the club with Wilkinson. Uh, became the PFA uh, Player of the Year. He was just an absolutely brilliant player for us, just like Billy Bremner was in the sixties and seventies. And ninety one, ninety two just sticks out as a glorious season when we. We won it f- quite comfortably. I thought everybody thought, "Oh, Man United lost it," but we won it fairly comfortably in my in my eyes. And you just thought, after '92, you know, where's it going to go now? It's you know, it's, surely it's on the up now. Yeah. But uh, even though we had a good few seasons in the Premier League after that, things started to dwindle. But going back to your original question, I suppose '91, '92 is always going to stick up there as a fantastic memory. Yeah, that was great. I, you know, I wasn't I wasn't born then, but I certainly remember that because when I was growing up, my, I had a DVD of the ninety one ninety two season, mm. and I watched that so many times. Yeah, and you know, just watching that, watching the Leeds fans <coughs> with all the flags, it, it just made me fall in love with mm. Leeds United. Really, you know, got, I would go into games not not often. I won't go into like every home game, go yeah. to the odd one or two, but and, like smelling the grass and stuff, which is yeah, and getting getting the love of, of of football. But watching that ninety one ninety two season DVD, well, we only lost four games that season. Absolutely amazing. We we were only yeah. we were only promoted. That was our second season in the in the um, old first division, if you like. Uh, season before we finished in the, I think we finished fourth, which is unbelievable for a club that's just been promoted from the second division. So yeah. we had two great seasons. One was laying the foundation to obviously it was winning the league, the last real champions, as people say, back in '92. Before obviously f- football really started with Sky TV, as everybody knows. <laughs> before that, football didn't really exist, did it? After that, uh, <laughs> before that, <laughs> did but you see that? Do- oh, sorry, did you yeah. see that documentary? The uh, Do You Want to Win? Uh, yeah, on, yeah, on Amazon, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I. All the interviews, all the ex-players and stuff, and, and yeah. they get Wilco on. It's actually it's really good. It's well worth a watch if you've not seen it. Yeah, definitely. Sorry for interrupting. No, it's <laughs> all right. But I, th- I think Wilco was hard done by in the end, though, because he was sort of sacked uh, after the... Uh, I keep mentioning but I keep apologising to Legion United fans. After losing 4-0 at home to them down the road, the M62, he was sort of sacked and we just got rid of him. But I think, you know, it might have been too early to do that. Managers do, do go up... You know, through sort of um, periods where they're not doing too well, I think he, sh- he should have been given a bit more time. I think, but yeah, definitely. Uh, just like Ferguson was when he he joined Man United, he he went through a barren spell, but they stuck with him, and obviously we knew what happened after that. But uh, well, yeah, we went through a few managers after Wilco, and um, hopefully we've reached a point now where we have got a really good coach in charge, and hopefully we can take it on from there. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, but back onto that uh, ninety one ninety two season, you're mentioning the uh, players now. If, if you're watching on the YouTube, you'll notice that we're in the studio with the uh, LS Eleven podcast. We're just recording with Tony Dorigo. Uh, I got a chat with Tony Dorigo. <laughs> Tony Dorigo, that was mental. Yeah, Tony Dorigo yeah. at my university, but um, he he was some player, wasn't he? Oh, he was one of one of the best left backs around at the time. Yeah, definitely, he, he was very composed, uh, very fast, uh, you know, which is a great attribute for a left back. Yeah, and he's, he scored a couple of good goals as well during his time at Leeds, and uh, yeah. yeah, fond memories of Tony. Yeah, he, he was a he was a great player. Yeah, and for, for your first season at a club to win the uh, first division, then fans his player of the year, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, it shows you, uh, you know, he, he did ingratiate the Leeds fans because he, he, he was uh, one of these guys that sort of stood out in the team. Very composed, like I said before. But, uh, easy on the eye when he watched him play. He, he saw great, you know, great tackling, dispossessing people. Yeah, he was he was a great player. It's just a shame at the time that Stuart Pearce was the main sort of England left back at the time. Otherwise, I think he would have got a lot more caps than what he did for for England. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, before we uh, crash back down to reality and how <laughs> poor Leeds United are uh, currently, um, Kev, let's talk about uh, the work that you do at the uh, Leeds United Trust. Just yeah, tell yeah. Us a bit about that. Yeah, I've been on, on the Trust board now since about October. and They've been heavily involved in a lot of uh, things over the last uh, few months. Uh, one of the big things is the food banks at the club. Um, obviously, before the game start, there's a, a food bank... Uh, collection before every home game and we've been, been doing really well with all the uh, collections we've had for all the underprivileged families in the Leeds and surrounding areas and la- I think last time we got well over 40 crates of food which is fantastic collected a few hundred quid as well and uh, everything goes to all the needy people in, in the area which in this day and age you shouldn't really be doing I know because you know things like that shouldn't happen these days but unfortunately they do and a lot of clubs have taken it on board including Leeds and it's a very important thing a part of the club now like I said before every home game that we do a collection outside Billy's statue so if anybody's going to the game tonight um, bring an item of food with you it could be you know a tin of fruit tin of dog food whatever uh, obviously dogs need feeding as well for families and um, just bring anything down with that you can and uh, everything helps yeah. Um, so the food bank's been great. Obviously, we were behind the Albert Johansson plaque as well. Albert Johansson, one of the first sort of African players to play in, in the league, one of the first to play in an FA Cup final. I think yeah. he was the first back in 65 against Liverpool. Um, we, we arranged a plaque with the Leeds City Council and it was uh, unveiled recently, um, I think before the derby game. And it stands outside the main entrance now, which members fees have sort of contribute towards that so if you're not a member of the trust obviously look at uh, the Legion United um, Trust website and consider joining us it's only £10 a month and everybody's welcome to have a, a say in what we do yeah definitely yeah, great great work that the uh, trust are doing especially with the uh, food banks really do uh, you know I, I admire that the work that you're all doing uh, but let's go on to uh, Leeds United's game last Saturday then. Uh, one all draw away at Middlesbrough thanks to a 100th minute equaliser <laughs> from Calvin Phillips. The latest goal ever scored by a Leeds United side. That's some incredible start. It is a good start, yeah. Um, obviously, the, the, the extra time happened because of what happened on the sidelines. But, you know, it's, it's awful what happened to Jack Clark on uh, on Saturday. Hopefully he's recuperating okay now. But, yeah, it's an, it was an unbelievable ending to the game. And it was fully deserved, to be fair, because we were battering them second half and we deserved to score. Their goalkeeper, Randolph, was having a worldie, really. And we could have won by two or three, I think, in the end. But it was I was watching it at the beanback at Ellen Road with a few thousand others. And when, when he equalised Phillips, it was just like we won the game. It was absolutely amazing <laughs> scenes. But it was such an important point. Uh, and obviously... Rather than losing, we're going into t- tonight's game with a bit more heart now, and hopefully, we'll take that second half performance in tonight's game at Ellen Road against Swansea. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, before we digest the uh, Leeds United game of the weekend, um, of course, the uh, added time did come from unfortunate scenes with Jack Clark, who mm. fell ill on the Leeds United bench, uh, was taken to hospital. He's now out of hospital. Uh, they're keeping an eye on him, but it does sound as though he is doing well, which is the, which is a good thing. And uh, the main name is just that Jack Clark gets better now. It, it, it's, it's yeah, definitely. It was amazing scenes actually because uh, uh, the commentator was saying that Izzy Brown was on the sideline trying trying to get somebody's attention. 
and the commentator thought he was trying to get onto the you know trying to come onto the field as a sub but we'd used all three subs already so God, uh, God knows what the players must have been thinking you know, mm-hmm. during that period because there was an eight minute delay I think and it's a bit hard to get back into a game when something like that happens yeah, so, definitely. To, so to play another 12 minutes thinking is he okay what's happened it was difficult for the players to sort of focus but thankfully they managed to do so and they managed to get a, like I say a decent point at a hard ground yeah. Yeah, Janssen was saying that the, the players were a little bit distracted when yeah. it was going on Although I saw pl- uh, plenty of uh, Millsborough fans moaning about the amount of extra time but <laughs> it was at least a minimum of four minutes of yeah. it would have been anywhere and then plus the eight minutes yeah Makes 12, doesn't it, really? <laughs> I think it was fair, really, like I say, but obviously I think they were just upset that we equalised so late into the game. But yeah. obviously, like you said, I think four, me- four minutes was set as the time anyway. Definitely. And eight minutes was the delay. So they should do what they do in rugby union, really, just stop the clock and then continue and place that. And there's no... You know, yeah, there's no argument. There's about no argument the about the time at all, then. But obviously, I don't think there was anyway. To be fair, I think it was just nitpicking by the Borough fans because yeah. <laughs> they were sort of 90 seconds away from a, a famous victory. Really, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think we probably would have been complaining as well if we had uh, just conceded on the, yeah. tw- on the you know one hundredth minute of a game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that's likely to happen in a lot of games, <laughs> is it? <when> <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, thankfully, we've been on the right side of plenty of 90th-minute goals this season, rather than on the wrong side. Yeah, I think somebody put a stat out on Twitter that we've been involved in sort of seven extra-time goals this season. I think only Norwich have more. Yeah. <laughs> we can't beat Norwich at anything at the moment, can we? <laughs> <to it? laughs> the important thing is we beat them at the wrong ground. Yeah, <laughs> yes, 3-0 as well. Well, we d- we did to them what they did to us, basically. Yeah, but we scored and they didn't. Yeah. So, so we <laughs> won 4-3 on aggregate, basically. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I've got to say that. A lot of these fans like the uh, aggregate score, 4-3. <laughs> <laughs> beat beating Norwich. Um, but yeah, I, I won't all draw away at Middlesbrough. Good point away from home, I feel. I think so, because obviously a tough place to go. I mean, I admire t- he's getting a lot of stick at that Borough at the moment for the way he plays football, but... Uh, he knows how to get clubs promoted. That guy, he's, he, whether yeah, he's entertaining or not, he gets them up. Um, it's not entertaining though. It's not en- <laughs> no, it's not entertaining. <laughs> it's football. I'm glad he's not at our club, but I do admire him for what he, he said after the game as well. When they asked him about the 12 minutes, he, he just totally dismissed mm. it and said, "The main concern is the young lad, Jack Clark. Hopefully, he's better. I'm not really interested in." 12 minutes yeah, yeah. fair play to e- even before the game as well we were full of praise for Leeds United and Bielsa yeah um, yeah I, a lot of respect for Tony Pulis he knows how to get a job done it he's, an old, praise, he's an old school manager and he? he just gets the job done whether you like him or not he's just he's just one of those old school managers who says it as it is basically yeah. whether he'll be at Middlesbrough next season whether they get promoted or not is another matter but you know he does a job then he sort of moves on to another club. This bit, bit like Allardyce, I suppose. He, he's not yeah. everybody's favourite cup of tea, but he does a job and then moves on to another club. Yeah, exactly. I'm, you know, going back, you mentioned Sam Allardyce there. I mean, he went to Everton, uh, yeah. finished eighth, and then think you know didn't get a job because it wasn't like the style of play. The style of play is just for me. Just well, apparently his record is better over the same amount of games as Silver. So. Uh, it is. Well, speaking of Everton, I mean Marco Silva, he's been under fire, and Ed, apparently uh, Everton are. In for Marcel Bielsa. According to the Daily Mirror, yeah, which, you know... <laughs> uh, Pinch of salt. It sounds like a bit of an easy story to put out, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, Le- uh, Everton are after Bielsa. All right, yeah, fair enough. We'll see what happens. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be basically, there'd be pressure on Silver and someone will have gone, hang on, who, who's doing pretty well at a club so, so far? Yeah, Bielsa leads do pretty well, doesn't he? All right, put that in a headline. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Chelsea next. What are trying to get Chelsea. Good? Yeah, a good, a good point away from home for me. Um it was a good start to the game, I felt. You know, it did turn into probably uh, one of the worst yeah. halves of football again that we've seen. I'm fed up in these awful first halves. Yeah, we started off brightly, didn't we? We let him into the game and um, Flinch had two glorious chances, didn't it? With headed chances. I don't know how he. Uh, for to be fair, Shotton's one was, was worse. That, that was that, probably the worst miss. That was, that was an open goal and he was, he was about two yards away from burying that and he fell over. Thankfully, <laughs> he's not a renowned goal scorer, otherwise, you know, he might have done better there. But yeah, they had a few. Too many chances, really, like you said, in the first half. Bamford, though, yeah, he had three, I would say, three glorious chances, maybe to, you'd expect a player of that quality to stick one of them away, at least. His second half one was the worst. Yeah. It was an open oh, goal. Yeah. 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 I don't know, he seems to be rushing. Uh, um, it might be funny, for, funny for him playing at Borough, I suppose, when he, he scored a hat-trick against us last season, returned to the club again. He must have felt a bit strange, because it was only his second start of the season. 
in the league. So you must. But then again, you expect a player of that quality. I and mean, the goals he's got so far, the, the one against Norwich was great. The way he took it, and obviously the one at Bolton, he, he, he was a, a goal scorer's finish. So you would have expected him to t- took one of those chances. He did say he wasn't hundred percent fit though. So yeah, he's not match fit, is he? Yeah, he's, 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 you yeah. can kind of excuse a bit of rustiness yeah. with, it, with the amount of time he's been out. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I think he'll, he'll crack on now. The, th- the thing is though, whether or not this roof at number ten thing will work, I'm not sh- so sure. I thought roof was quite lively first half on um, Saturday. Mm. He touched yeah. the ball more times than he did in his previous three games. I think in the first twenty minutes, he, he was he gets a bit isolated up yeah. front of his own as roof because yeah. he's not that big. But <laughs> the Bamford roof sort of combo didn't really work uh, as expected, I suppose, against Borough. But they are a. Uh, uh, if you look at Borough's defence, they're an awkward team to break down. Well, they, they have the best defensive the league. Yeah. I mean, they've only scored, what, 15 goals at home this season, which is pretty meagre for Borough <laughs> fans. Well, it tells you what to do. They did, they did it against us. They score one goal, go ahead, and then they just sit back. I can't defend. believe how much they sat back second half. They had 10 men behind the ball for about 40 minutes. Yeah. As soon as they scored, they just saw let's retreat now. Up. And defend. and defend a one goal yeah, lead. No. That that's the way Middlesbrough like it though. Yeah. They did it with Karanka, they just like to one nil their way to promotion. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like to go out and have a go to smash somebody. And to be fair, it nearly worked, but obviously with those extra minutes we, we got our uh, you know, we got our reward I suppose. It was great for Phillips to get his first goal of the season as well. Yeah, definitely. Um but going going into the second half of the game then at half time Jack Clark went off for Pablo Hernandez of Yeah th- a, a good substitution there. Pablo Hernandez changed the game really. Well I thought it was, yeah it was great that Pablo came on but it was a bit of a shock as at the time I was surprised that Clark had been taken off. Well we're looking mm-hmm. at my son at the time so of course, there must have been when he said there. Jack I thought, yeah, Jack Harrison's coming off like he usually does. <laughs> oh, Jack Clark's come off. Hey, <laughs> eh? Jack Harrison's hardly done anything, but Clark was pretty lively at that first half. But then, obviously, when he found out what happened, you, you realised. Yeah, was it was he feeling a bit, yeah, a bit yeah. unwell at half time? But Pablo, yeah, he, I think he touched the ball more than any Middlesbrough player in the forty-five minutes he was on the pitch for yeah. the, you know, which says a lot about Pablo. I know the commentator was criticising him. Or Eddie Gray was criticising for the goal. Says, oh, he let his marker go for the cross but it literally been on the field 30 seconds <laughs> give him a bit of time to get into the game you know what I mean it was more Luke Erling getting drawn, yeah. into, or yeah. drawn into the centre of the pitch yeah. and and then Calvin Phillips not tracking Phillips blamed himself the box. to be fair to him well so, it, yeah. it should have tracked him back yeah. I mean I mean, to be honest it's unfair to point that goal down that we conceded early on in the, in the second half to one player I think yeah. it was just an overall just a, it was a few players faults yeah yeah, Phillips. But not. Pablo, I agree with you. Pablo did transform the game second half, though, because yeah, some of his balls don't come off, granted. But when they do come off, they make a difference. I mean, he's the most creative player, probably not just in this Legion United team, but in the Championship. I think me. we're so lucky to have that guy, Eleanor. We're just taking for granted now that he's there. But he's another Gordon Strachan type player. I mentioned in Gordon before, he, he just changes games with, yeah, his, he, with a so creative a ball or. A goal, basically. You know, he's yeah. just brilliant. He's got the most assists in the league, does Hernandez at the yeah. moment? I think it's a lot. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think it's twelve. And and you know, when we don't have Pablo Hernandez, you know that we don't have Pablo Hernandez. We, if you, if you get what I mean, like there's always a, playing, there's know. always a groan in there when he's not named in the, in the line. I mean, I, I know. Um, uh, Marcelo likes to name his team about 72 hours before <laughs> the game these days. What, what, do you, what do you make of that in, in uh, revealing his lineup? It's just not bothered, is it? So do, do you think it's a good thing though? Do you think it is? I don't so? personally. I mean, I like the anticipation an hour before the game to find out what the team is. He's <laughs> taking that away from us now. Yeah. We like a we like a good moan an hour before. For, what he's not picking him? What's he doing? <laughs> you know, we like a bit of a moan before the yeah. kick off. But now you've got seventy two hours to stew over it, haven't you? Thinking, but there's you know? no better feeling than when you moan about a lineup and then you and then we go out and win three <laughs> nil. You just look like a right mug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's eleven assists. I've just checked it. Eleven assists. Not bad, is it? No. Not uh, at all. Yeah, for yeah. a player of, of his age, he's still got it obviously in his mind. You know, I think he's got six or seven goals as well. He's chipped in about seven goals this season, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's missed about he miss, he's missed about six or seven games as well over the course yeah. of the season. And he's what thirty three years old I as know. well, and he just keeps himself so fit. If, if I were obviously Mar- Marcello knows best, obviously he's, he's the coach. If I was managing Pablo, I'd have said, "Don't bother about tracking back. 
don't tackle anybody. Just stay there and create all those balls that you do. Yeah, definitely. Don't waste your energy coming back because he's that sort of player. You just want to look after him, don't you, a little bit. Yeah, Obviously, he does his defensive duties really well as well. So yeah, he does. You know. Good old granddad Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Pablo Hernandez for me needs to be first name on a team sheet uh, from now. Yeah, it, it was just so good coming on. It's going to feel. It's going to be a big game for him tonight playing against it because obviously when he played at Swansea and scored that goal, he didn't yeah. celebrate it. But I think it's going to be a big game for him tonight playing against his old club again. <laughs> but hopefully he'll get another one over him as well by yeah. maybe scoring the winner again. Yeah. I remember celebrating that goal in a pub down in Derby with it. With it, it was full of Swansea fans for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they were fuming. <laughs> Yeah, I was at. I remember. Yeah, I, I missed that game. I didn't watch that game. I was at a Fazi Celtic game because I do quite a lot of work for them. Oh dear. Yeah, tell, tell you what, it was amazing. Last Saturday, I was at the Fazi Celtic uh, versus Nantwich, and they have Ricardo Fuller's there playing at Nantwich, oh, right. which is amazing. But I was wow. the uh, I was the match announcer for the first Fantastic. time ever. Nice one. I was loving it. You enjoy it. <laughs> I love that. Do you crack any jokes about the opposition or anything? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, Fazi playing blue, so the song that they came out to. I'm blue. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then uh, the goal music. You can be creative, can't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but getting on to the goal that we conceded, I mean, it was a poor one to concede, really. Ailing uh, getting caught out of position and George Friend is free on Ailing, the wing. Uh, Ailing's getting a lot of stick at the moment, isn't it, from a lot of... Uh, I, d- I don't think... From the Twitter feed that I'm getting at the moment. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you think... How, how I, do think, you think, he, I think he's OK. I, I, I just thought, don't think he's performing at a level that he usually does. Like he said in his press conference yesterday, instead of getting the old seven now, he's getting a bit closer to a six in his ratings. But I don't think there's anybody to take his place. I know Shackleton does play at two, but he's not really a full back or such. I like it when he's zipping about on the the wing, Shackleton, when he comes on, because he's so fast. But I think Erling, for me, it's just that I think fans are getting a bit worried now that, you know, things aren't going as smoothly as they were a few games ago. They're just sort of nitpicking at certain players, and Ailing seems to be the guy that they're picking yeah. on at well, the moment. Well, Leeds fans love a scapegoat, don't they? Yeah. If it's not if it's not Ailing, it's Forshaw. If it's not Forshaw, it's Alioski. It's always so. <coughs> if it's not Alioski, it's it's uh, Alioski got it in the neck a few times, and I mean, as soon as uh, they started singing that song about Click as well, Click stopped scoring for some reason. When it's got two goals against, when it gets two goals against Rotherham, <laughs> but I think every player's had an up and down this season, really. Um, and it's unfair to pick on one single player when we're not getting the results that obviously the fans want. And I think Erling uh, is, is getting it at the moment, but it could be it could be somebody else, after, you know, yeah. the next few games. We're conceding a lot of goals at the moment though, as well. You know, we're always conceding first as yeah. well, which is really nice. I mean, the, the goal against Middlesbrough, George Friend's free. <coughs> no one tracks him. Then he, he has plenty of time to find Lewis Wing in the centre, and no one's closing him down. Mm. And he has plenty of time to pick his spot in, in the goal. Really, so the problems in defence uh, currently, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you need a consistent defence though. I mean, Jack Douglas obviously is another guy who's sort of hasn't been performing that well recently. Sorry, Barry Douglas. Yeah. Jack Douglas is. <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking. Jack what? might be his dad, I don't know. But <laughs> Barry Douglas, yeah. He, he's sort of injured at the moment as well, but even he admitted he wasn't playing to his best that he were sort of last season for Wolves. Yeah. Do you think the. I mean, we, we see we players out for injury. They've been really slow with Bamford and Brown because they've had multiple injuries and been out for quite a long time. With Ailing, he got he went straight into that Aston Villa game. Yeah, um, which is unusual because uh, Bielsa likes to put him in a few couple of under twenty three games first. Yeah. But Ailing just came but straight back. Yeah, with a few, he's yeah. just he's just rushing them back. Do you think that could be a problem? There, I don't think he's rushing them. To be fair, I think he is. Uh, I think he must have been confident that Ailing was okay. And to be fair, he started off okay when he came back. It's just his last sort of couple of games. Maybe that is we've been critical of him a little bit. But I think the overall defense, you know, you could. Say Cooper, maybe or Janssen haven't been hundred percent in a couple of varial duels, but like you say, you're nitpicking if you if you're picking on certain things. Yeah, so now it's just a matter of winning games, really. If you do concede, just make sure you get back into the game, yeah. or make sure you score first. Because every time we score first, we seem to win the game. We've not dropped a single point no. from from when we scored first. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So I just score first tonight, <laughs> and we've won. <laughs> yeah, and we're, yeah. still, um, we're still scoring every away game as well. But you know, we lose as a team, <coughs> and win as a team, don't we? we yeah, scapegoat. It's just getting to the critical stage of the season now. There's 15 game, 15 cup finals to go, basically between us and promotion. And with Pontus's press uh, presser yesterday, he seemed to be confident that all the uh, all the squad were thinking it's going to be their time now to get yeah. promoted so hopefully they'll put that into practice in the last 15 games for me in the games though it's down to the 
down to the pressing because we don't seem to press as well as we did earlier in the season. Yeah. So we allow them to go on these, the opposition to go on these 20, 30 yard runs through our midfield. And we, and we get and they're causing problems when previously, if they, if they ran more than a few yards into our half, Phillips Phillips would have had him yeah. tackled. I mean, crunch them, yeah. If you catch your mind back to the uh, Wigan game where there was that brilliant yeah. clip of just one player going for <coughs> attack and wave, what two went up, were playing really well and it's really comfortable, and then you got about seven or eight players just ganging. That up was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, but it, it is a bit weird. I, I feel as though the style of play has changed a bit. You know, we used ever to since the Spygate incident when he can't look yeah, at other clubs now. You know. <laughs> now, now he's been That's what the press seem to be suggesting. Yeah, ever since we, he's been caught out let's say caught out oh yeah you, you seem to have lost a couple of games since uh, that incident I, is it because you can't spy that on the teams anymore? oh these yeah. smug, smug journalists yeah, the I mean, worst you, yeah you mentioned that I mean maybe you know when he's spying he knows what teams are going to do now we seem to be sitting back and holding back for the first for the first half maybe <coughs> just to try and figure out what they are going to do maybe, maybe it is it's amazing because when you when you saw Norwich the the other Saturday, they were it were like watching Leeds play really. Except it was Norwich, unfortunately. <laughs> they were doing to us what we've been doing to every other team in the league most of the season. So it was disappointing, really, that we'd let them get away with that. Um, Referee were poor in that game, though. And yeah, the goals we conceded were awful, weren't they? The, the deflections. The, the, yeah, the, the free kick probably not for wind out of ourselves, but if we'd have got a bit further into the game at nil nil, I think we would have. And the cruel incident when he could have been red carded for that. And the, fa- and the fact that Ealing was denied a perfectly legitimate goal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just one of those nights where things weren't going to go our way, basically. We could have had a nice six-point gap at the top and things could have been a bit more... <laughs> and now we're two points behind. Two points behind. Yeah, back yeah. on to, to Middlesbrough game. So the <coughs> second half, I was quite worried when they went 1-0 ahead because knowing Middlesbrough and knowing Pulis, they were going to sit back and that's what they did. And uh, We started piling on the pressure... We had a lot more of the ball, and I thought we, we were creating some really, really good chances. You know, we mentioned it earlier. Mm. Roof had one good chance. Um, Bamford he had a number of good chances. Pontus hit the bar, didn't it? Post with yeah, the header and that that um, went on to Bamford. But Randolph's got history with us, hasn't he? He's, he's a good keeper. I remember you guys probably won't remember, but he, he played at Hereford, uh, Darren Randolph. I remember us playing him at Ellen Road in League One. And we absolutely battered him. Uh, if it hadn't been for Ra- Randolph in the goal, we would have won, it, won the game 7-0. In the end, we had to rely on Andy Robinson. You remember him from Swansea, that, the guy that we signed from Swansea. Yeah. He scored the winning goal. and Everybody was so relieved, but everybody were looking at the keeper thought, that keeper is going to go far because he, he's absolutely amazing. Now he's an Irish international and he's obviously playing for Middlesbrough. So uh, he's he, done, done he right. didn't know he's Irish. Well, he's got an Irish terrier, apparently, so he's, he qualifies. It's uh, amazing what will get you to the Irish team <laughs> <laughs> on J- Jack Charlton rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Dan Randolph, very good goalkeeper. I was surprised, actually, when he went to Middlesbrough from West Ham, because mm. West Ham, they only had him and yeah. um, someone else, and Randolph seemed to be the best keeper. <coughs> what is it with Middlesbrough getting all these good keepers? I remember a few years ago, they had Victor Valdez yeah, in yeah. goal. That, that was just madness. Exactly, yeah. Um, money, but, <coughs> money, that's what it is. <laughs> but it was the difference between us winning quite comfortably and just sneaking a draw, right? Yeah. But I'm surprised he didn't say Phillips is header. He got answer it, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was getting worried because we were missing so many of these glorious chances. But then, of course, uh, Cameron Phillips, and we score from a set piece as well. <coughs> the thing is, though, when you do get a late equaliser like that, it just feels like a victory, doesn't it? Because yeah. you, you've been losing 1 0 for such a long time, bombarding them with efforts, then you get a late equaliser. Like yeah. being it's, back, it's just relief, isn't everybody it? Everybody would just jump it up and down as if we'd won the game. It's, it's just but relief. You just feel like you've got a moral victory then. So that hopefully you take that into your next game, that feeling, and uh, you know take it into the performance. Like Millwall earlier in the season with um, yeah, same uh, thing, yeah. Jack, Jack, Harrison, Jack yeah. Harrison about the 89th minute. Yeah, yeah. The Millwall fans said said we'd uh, we'd stolen a point when in reality <laughs> t- t- Tyler Roberts missed three sitters yeah. and should have buried them. <laughs> <coughs> then you had you have your moments like Villa and Blackburn, don't you? Where your heart sort of Black, Blackburn might be the best the league place. game I've ever been at. I mean, that, <laughs> so that, breathless on that, that entire on. week. It took me so long to go over that two, three, two yeah. victories. In the I just feel sorry years. for the hundreds of people that walked out after about 89, 90 minutes. I don't, don't thinking we lost. No, you know when they got the second goal. Ne- never leave early. No, I never leave early. No, no. Never leave early. Especially, I, especially not with this team. Oh, not with this team. But when they equalised, I thought, wow, we're going to get a point from this game. Then what? Thirty seconds later, 
just I mean, there, there was ten it? seconds left of added time, and Kemaru scores scores the edit. It was just why can't we do that every game? Just sort of clinch it in the last second. <laughs> no, I, half, of, half of Leeds will have heart problems by the end of the season. <laughs> I'd much rather <laughs> win comfortably than than <laughs> score. Yeah, but you know the game we haven't really trounced anybody. Mate, we beat Preston three 0 and obviously Derby early in the season four one, but. We haven't really taken anybody to uh, task, have we, by giving them a good pasting? And yeah, no, and a lot of people thought that we would at the start yeah. of the season. Watching how we but even Bielsa says it's difficult to beat teams by two or three in this league because you don't know if the top team's going to beat them. Like a Bolton last night beating Birmingham, you know. Just a bit of a Although I think we're second for chances created in this league and I think we're, we're in the top two for big chances missed, yeah. which shows you exactly where we're letting ourselves down. Yeah, which makes you think, why didn't we just sort of try and get somebody in the January window that can get a few goals? But I know it's difficult to get a player in January. Yeah. I'm kind of ho- hoping that'll be Bamford, really. <laughs> yeah, Bamford. <coughs> could be. I mean, Bamford feels like a new player, really. <coughs> yeah, if he uh, takes those missed chances against Spurry in tonight's game, thinking, right, I'm, I'm a bit more match fit tonight, you know, he might take one of those two two chances he gets tonight. Hopefully, it might be a difference. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, <coughs> we, we do need quite a lot of chances to score, which is one of the problems. But I mean, of course, after that result and the other results of the weekend, it means that we are that we sit second in the championship table, two points off of uh, Norwich in first. And after Tuesday night fixtures, this is uh, how the table stands. So we're in second. Sheffield United are in third, three points behind us. West Brom, have, um, they are now five points behind us. Um, Should be six. <laughs> Should be six. <laughs> Bristol City as well. Fair, fair play to them. Uh, they they got they got a lucky penalty look, as well. Two lucky penalties last night. That's obviously. Hopefully, we'll get some some of that luck tonight as well. I can't believe it. Bristol City have won nine games in a row after we pasted them at Ellen Road. <laughs> they were awful at Ellen Road, weren't they? <laughs> no, we had Huffer in goal and Harmer in defence. I mean, they had ten men for like half an hour, which which helped. Yeah, it helped us a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I made a mistake there. West Brom had just four points behind us. Um, Should be five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Bristol City uh, fifth. Uh, and five points behind us, so fair play to Bristol City. They're, what yeah. nine nine games, nine wins in a row? Well, they're on a good roll, run of games anyway. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, they do slow. We so play, yeah, we play them in a few weeks' time, don't we? So, can you see uh, Frank Lampard's derby cap near those playoff places? <laughs> I don't think you can. Oh, they're, they're seventh <laughs> right now, one point off now. Yeah, how far away is the seventh to sixth? Uh, <coughs> just one, just one point. And how far <laughs> away are they from second? Uh, eight points behind us oh. with a game in hand. Um, a lot of yes. teams do have a game in hand on us. Yeah, uh, so yeah. you're looking at two games there, really, are you? Yeah, we we have a game <coughs> in hand on quite a lot of teams below us as well. Birmingham, Nottingham Forest. The thing is, though, we've got it. We've still got everything in our, our hands. You know, it's eight home games, seven away. We've got to play Sheffield. We've got to play West Brom. We've got to play Bristol City. You know, we could just you know. Tell you what, every home game apart from the Bolton game is is yeah. against some massive teams. Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday, some yeah, ma- Sheffield massive teams. Yeah, Sheffield is always tough, isn't it? Look, well, not a local derby, but a derby game. They're never easy. Yeah, <coughs> the last home game. Our, our away games are actually a lot easier. <laughs> I think we, we've got. No, but it's away from home, which is. It would be nice though going to Ipswich on the last day, thinking we don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Although it would be even nicer if they bottled the game on purpose, so we won the league and not Norwich. <laughs> oh yeah, that could be Ma- a good one. Match fixing. <laughs> that uh, could be a good. Not, not match fixing, just Sunday purpose. Just, just let us win. Just yeah. so it doesn't. We'll leave it at one 0 lads. We're not. We won't embarrass you. you you'll be down anyway. Mm. <laughs> uh, that could be very interesting. Yeah. Last game, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but that's how the table stands. Leeds United still in still in a good place, in my opinion. Uh, but <coughs> not in the best of form, though. Just two wins in our past seven games now. Yeah, I think you got to look at the overall season though. Seventeen wins, seven draws, seventeen, uh, seven defeats, or seventeen. Thankfully, uh, it's not a bad record, is it? No, uh, with fifteen games to go. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah, we've thirty-one games played, and we're second in the league. And have only lost seven games all season. A yeah. um, couple of those games when we were down to ten men as well recently. Forest. Um, mm. So yeah. Forest is a bit of a you know bad taste in the mouth, really. It's a game we should have won, really. They should yeah. be down to ten <coughs> when they stopped Jack Harrison in a goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And, and if they get a red card that early, then that change the entire. Farshaw's back pass. What was he doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 but there was a debate about Farshaw coming back tonight, but he's not obviously fit enough. No, he's, he's injured. And then he's on about a conundrum between for Bielsa to pick Phillips or Farshaw in that in particular role, but. It's no, a no-brainer. There's for me. no conundrum. <laughs> Phillips is the guy for the job, isn't it? Play the yeah. play the guy in form. <laughs> but apparently, Phillips and Forshaw together have had some good success this season. You know, there's not many. Forshaw's better in the click role. 
Yeah. Um, I think Clip might need, a, even though he did score two goals the other week, maybe he's due a little rest. Maybe, I mean, I what know. press conference before the Middlesbrough game, uh, Bielsa said that Click was Click had a knock, but yeah, he, no. yeah he started. I, I would be surprised. He limped off when he went off. <coughs> When, it, when, when he got it's, subbed off there's been some strange comments recently because he, he said he took Pablo off against Norwich at half time for, ten, um, you know, for the team really to change the team and then he didn't play he didn't play him in the next game because he said he was carrying a bit of an injury so although in the, in the Norwich game we fell apart after half time I don't think it's a coincidence that we lost the tempo when he went off <laughs> he said yeah he said of improving with his substitutions they got worse so that said it all really yeah yeah, uh, but I mean, just two wins in seven championship games—it's not good enough, uh, really. For it's not promotion. It's not good form, enough, but so. they're still top two, aren't they? So, yeah. but what, what do you think Leeds United need to change to try and start winning games a lot more regularly? That, that we're not used to seeing. They need to go back to what he was doing at the start of the season, really—just high press, uh, making loads of chances. Bamford's there now for the chances to obviously take away, uh, put away. Um, we just need that fluidity that we had at the start of the season. Yeah, that, definitely. And we needed to go on a 15-game unbeaten run. <laughs> <laughs> if we, get, we just get that clinical edge, we'll, we'll walk this league. <clears throat> yeah. Because we create so many chances. Yeah, and we definitely. just blast them in against the keeper. The, the the one in the Norwich game, given we've been talking about that, when they scored their second goal and Kim Roof basically kicked off and ran 40 yards forward through their entire team. And oh, um, it came yeah, so it close to scoring. There, yeah. and, um, but fair, Tim Krull, an absolute worldie of a game. Uh, annoyingly as well. Annoyingly, because he was such a prat afterwards, wasn't he? But, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, the amount of chances <coughs> where, uh, I think it was one where it was just a head off a corner. And it was a, it was about two or three yards to his right, and he didn't know anything about it. He just went like that and saved it. And he had it, one of those nights, didn't he? Yeah. Mm, those yeah. go in, then we, yeah. we were back in the game. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to the uh, Leeds United twenty threes. Then we won't dwell on it too much, as they did lose a one nil away at Sheffield. Wednesday. Apparently, it was a pretty, fairly dull game. Wasn't yeah. it, yeah. time, Terrible but, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but Izzy Brown, obviously, he got. I think he was going to be taken off at half time anyway, but he had a bit of a bat. Bad back or something. Yeah, more children trying to injure him. <laughs> <laughs> but he also yeah. did. He also did say that um, that he is going to feature uh, on, uh, tonight against uh, Swansea City, which is good. I mean, he, he was on the bench against Middlesbrough. He didn't come on, but it's good to see Izzy Brown uh, involved with the first team again. Yeah, because he's been making a difference in, in the under 23s By the sounds of it, he's been getting a few goals. He's been yeah. performing quite well. Uh, I remember him when he played for Rotherham when he when he came to Owen Road and he was their standout player by a mile. <laughs> Huddersfield as well. He was great for Huddersfield yeah, against was, us. Yeah, <laughs> annoyingly so. Uh, he was. Yeah, he is a he's a quality player, but you just need that Izzy Brown that's got that same sort of performance he had a uh, season or two yeah. ago. I we mean, d- you don't want to throw him in just for the sake of it. No, I mean, I was watching some uh, highlights <coughs> of Izzy Brown back at Huddersfield, and there were some like some goals where he, he would just pick the ball up randomly on about thirty yards out and just for goal I think it was a goal against Wolves and he scored from about 30 yards out cracking finish but it's like you just hope that, that it's the yeah. same as he Brown that, that plays for us interestingly enough he was brought in wasn't he originally to replace Saiz because they thought Saiz might get a bit tired towards January not only did he, he get tired he left <laughs> <laughs> then he came out recently saying he didn't think twice about leaving which oh he's saying the right things now to endear himself yeah. isn't he? but it sounded like they had problems with Saiz at the start of the season I think he was getting a bit homesick to go back to Spain well he, he wasn't fit <coughs> in fact he was I read some stuff in the Spanish media that Saiz is kind of a bit infamous over there for yeah, enjoying the nightlife shall we say yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. uh, he, he spends all his time drinking and clubbing and does train particularly well yeah. I mean we've had we've he's had not a Bielsa type of player then, no, I mean, no. We, we've had players like that in the past because yeah, when when um, is it Sheridan when, when Bremner was managing just used to get used drunk to drink every lot, weekend yeah. but yeah. what a quality player he was though. <laughs> I remember <laughs> yeah, he Sheridan was. he was one of our own players at the time and he would he just who's class that guy yeah, yeah. whether he was drinking or not yeah. <laughs> you remember you mentioned the, uh, the uh, unfit uh, as I'm he's been unfit uh, I talked to Phil Hay back in the last year now, um, and he was saying, you know, during training when they were at Four Parch and they were training for all pre-season, everyone else is doing laps around the pitch, and Zayez is so far back. Um, yeah, he, he just doesn't have that that right attitude or mentality. Really, I think I think the writing was on the wall that he was going to leave, and that's why they brought Brown in, thinking Brown might be fit by December January time. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. But I think Izzy Brown is the natural number ten to come into the team. Yeah, definitely. So it'd be nice if he if he Maybe gets introduced a bit. Hopefully, we won't need him to come on. But if he comes on, if we're leading two or three nil, he comes on for ten minutes just to get a bit of match fitness again. Yeah. It'd be nice for him for the last, maybe last ten games of the season that we've got the old Dizzy Brown back again. Unfortunately, for for players like Saiz and, and 
the you, you can't just have natural ability as a footballer. You you do actually yeah. need to put some work. You need to in. work a little bit because yeah. you get players who are not <coughs> very good that work very hard and, and they do quite well. Like Gary Neville was a terrible player, but he worked really hard. So he got to the kind of rough standard where. Because he was in a really good team, he looked pretty good. But he wasn't a good player. Well, that's what Kevin Keegan used to say about himself. He, and he's won top awards and all over Europe. He had to work hard to be a decent player. Some players just turn up and they're, they're just good, aren't they? But he had to work really hard in training. Every, you know, if he became a top Liverpool player, England player, played abroad, and he won, uh, you know, football of the year awards everywhere. Yeah. But he had to work really, really hard to be at least, you know, the good player that I he mean, was. It's the same with with any job. Really. <coughs> you work hard, and then you, you get, get the rewards. Get rewards yeah. yeah. Um, it just uh, you mentioned Kevin Keegan there. I've actually met Kevin Keegan. I was about five years old. I was at um, yeah. Escape up in Glasgow, and I was just sat at the table with all my family. And then he just comes over and starts talking to us. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, but that was actually going to be my next question about uh, Izzy Brown. You said. Um, hopefully we don't need to use him tonight um, do you think he should come on against Swansea tonight if we're in a comfortable position I'd throw him on for whatever period of time it is say we're winning hopefully 2 or 3 nil, uh, with about <laughs> that would be the day with about 15 <laughs> minutes to go I'd say right, alright go on do your stuff and see, see what he, how he performs but hopefully we won't have to throw him on because we need to throw him on you know it's yeah. one of those situations where all the fans want to see him in the team but they want to see him in the team for the right reasons yeah, really. we, we don't want to have to you know need to bring him on if we're, no. if we're, if we're chasing a game well, uh, but it's nice to see him involved within the squad again though, yeah, even though he, he didn't come on obviously on um, Saturday um, when you see his tweets he's wholeheartedly behind the team you know he's, he wants everybody to do well yeah, definitely. it'd be great to see him be part of the, by you know a March, April time that he's uh, in the team really and yeah. he's doing his magic I mean a lot, a lot of people are saying just send Izzy Brown back there's no point in having him on, on the wages we can bring him up but Izzy Brown if he's fit for running well, he'll we'll be he'll we've be only just pass. started paying him to be fair you know because the, the deal with Chelsea was that we didn't really contribute to his wages until he was part of the oh, exactly. first team so. <laughs> they were saying that on the uh, I don't know if you, you listen to the Square Bowl podcast yeah yeah <laughs> they were saying um, as soon as Brown starts playing we're going to have to start giving Chelsea Football Club money <laughs> and I'm not, <laughs> not massive fans of that <laughs> yeah um, well let's move on to um, the preview for the big game tonight um, as Leeds United take on uh, Graham Potter's Swansea City uh, side at Ellen Road it's an important game this is this a must win or is, would you be happy with a draw is it is just, uh, just can't well, lose Obviously, the win is the uh, the big thing, really. I suppose, but as long as we don't lose, I suppose you can say because we we've still got ball. We've got ten games uh, for the next game, but it'd be nice to to wait over that ten day period with a victory, and that we're in still in the top two. So I think a win is important. Obviously, we've got the Daniel James uh, situation to deal with as well yeah. tonight. Revenge. Will he be playing against us? Will he score against I, us? I've got nothing against him personally. <coughs> personally, no. No. The if, if it's, the, it's the club. I yeah. don't like the club. If, if he plays tonight, he'll score. He'll score a few own goals. Yeah, but they're all about Matt Burney being doubtful, which means he'll be playing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, he was, he ran as rigid, didn't he, at Swansea? I, don't, I just don't like Colin Matt Burney. No, there's no. nothing, there's nothing like about him. I don't like his social media. And he's I, meant to be a Leeds fan, is he? Well, so I don't think so. I, I don't like the whole <coughs> kind of skinny caveman look he's got going on. <laughs> uh, I think a win is important tonight, though, because it's a ten, it's a ten. Um, wait before the next game so it's a home match we've got to get over that Norwich performance as well yeah. so I mean for, for me if we draw <coughs> then we, we at least stay in the top two after this next round of fixtures if we draw yeah well David Prutton right in the Yorkshire Post reckons uh, Yorkshire Union Post reckons it will be a draw uh, everybody thinks Leeds are going to sort of walk it tonight but uh, I, I have not seen anything uh, saying that, anybody saying that I don't think we'll walk it I <coughs> no. think it'll, it'll be a hard graft a kind of a horrible atmosphere. I actually, I do think, I do think we'll win though. I think it'll be two one. Then we'll predictions coming up at the end, Charles. All right, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving ahead too much. Um, you yeah. might change the score. What, what, what down all these notes? Yeah, I hope, I hope you may change the score after I've read out all this. Uh, but yeah, um, for me, two very similar teams coming up. You know, both teams. I mean, well, Leeds United used to. Um, you know. Press high, keep you know, like like possession of the ball. Uh, but then Swansea, you know, they create so many chances and, and fail to score quite a lot of them. We saw against Millwall in the last game where they beat them one nil at home. They had so many chances that they just uh, failed to put away. Um, and Swansea also struggle at set pieces as well, which I, I know we scored from a set piece against Millers. But, but for, for me, two very similar teams coming up tonight. Yeah, they are because uh, they play uh, 
They'll be trying to get us on the break, I should imagine. Got some good quality players in the team, including James. It's gonna it won't be easy, uh, but I think, you know, with with it being a home game, followed by another home game, we've got to start winning at home now and just maybe pick up points when we can away from home. But uh, it's crucial that we get a good um, home run going again. We've got to be thinking about nine points in the next three games. Yeah, I mean, you look at the two games after this, Bolton at home, Queen's Park Rangers away the following Tuesday. Uh, two very winnable games there, and you don't want to go into those on the back of a negative result. And if we can get a win, especially at home tonight, and then go to those two games where you'd expect Leeds United to win, those three wins... Those could be massive and, you know, get a nice run going. Who, who knows what, what kind of winning streak you could go on. Yeah, I mean, I know West Brom got a lucky penalty last night, but obviously they still only managed a draw against Forest. That's on top of that 2-3 home defeat against Middlesbrough a couple of weeks ago. Obviously they beat Stoke away in the meantime, which we should have done. Um, <laughs> that was a bad game. It was, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Bristol City can't stop uh, lose, uh, winning at the moment, um, so they're on a good run of form. Yeah, but Hull, Hull did the same thing, didn't they? They went on a massive yeah. win run, and now they've stalled. So you got to think Bristol City might do the same because the Lee Johnson sides are very streaky. They're either winning loads in a row or they're losing loads in a row. Yeah. So yeah. And, and they've been on they've been on a seven game losing run already this year. Mm. So you you, you can. You can obviously this will come to an end at some point, and they will lose a lot of games. <clears throat> In other words, this is the chance for Leeds to get promoted this season. So, lads, if you're listening, take it, please. Yeah, <laughs> please do. Uh, but I mentioned, you know, <clears throat> Leeds wanted to go on a run, but Swansea will want to go on a run as well. You know, I've noticed Swansea very inconsistent this season. Mm. You look at their past three games: the three all draw. Then they lost, and then the last game beat uh, Millwall one 0 at home. So uh, a draw, <coughs> win, and loss in the past three games, very inconsistent. Uh, but they are eleventh in the league and just uh, six points off the playoffs on forty-four points. So they'd be wanting to try and yeah. build from that Millwall win, get a run going, <coughs> and maybe push for the top Excuse six. Me. I think there's a lot going behind the scenes there at the moment as well, um, with Hugh Jenkins resigning as chairman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise! After <coughs> after ruining our transfer window, yeah. <laughs> I think they'll just want to consolidate themselves in this league this season. To be fair, I think playoffs is a bit ambitious for them. Even with the squad they've got, um, so although they'll, they'll only be, th- I think three points after they win tonight. Yeah, uh, and they did beat. Uh, I think I watched the live game against Sheffield United, and Sheffield United absolutely, you know, they're all over them. But they lost one 0 <laughs> so they're that sort of team, aren't they? Swansea. Yeah. Um, Sheffield United were pretty all over us, but um, we beat them one 0 at their yeah, place as did. well. Yeah, we did. They're a funny team. Obviously, they were all over Aston Miller on Friday. <laughs> Until yeah, the 82nd minute. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'll tell you what, that was great. I was messaging you, Charles, all night. All that like, was unbelievable. I, I, I was I've never seen a, a guy get a Man of the Match award, get a hat trick, and look so miserable. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> going away from home, scoring a hat trick. Although, it shouldn't have been a hat trick. That second goal shouldn't have yeah, counted. He kicked the ball out of his hands, yeah. and he was offside. Um, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes, goes away, scores a hat trick, you're free to look, you go off for 10 minutes to go, then your team. Your team, team that's just, a, <laughs> I know Dean Anderson was pointing at himself walking off the pitch when I was if to say, it's up, it's down to me, that sorry guys. But he's made a couple of boo boobs on it over the scars. And, he, and he's been linked with Juventus. Well, what? <laughs> the, the, to be fair, there's nothing that cheers me up quite like both Billy Sharp and Blades fans being miserable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was messaging you, Joe Charles, going, right. Sheffield United are going to do it here. They, they, they'd scored one goal and then they got a second so soon <coughs> after and I was like... Oh, Having said that, this. yeah, it was, it was nice to see him get a loose points on Friday but I thought they were great at Norwich when they were singing to the Norwich City fans we don't like a snitch and stuff <laughs> like that. And <laughs> yeah. Getting a point oh, there yeah. and changing the dressing room, putting paper up on the walls to get yeah. rid of the pink. I yeah, thought, respect to Sheffield United for not, like, you know, <coughs> not... Going to the EFL saying, oh, we want the Not crying to the EFL, yeah. And obviously the manager Wilder as well saying, what's the problem? You know, he's, d- he's, done, he's done what most managers probably want to do. Yeah. So they've been great to us as a club. But yeah, it's, it was nice to see him lose points on Friday still all the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but going on to the uh, Swans again then. Um, so the lineups then. Uh, I think the only change we were expecting, I think Phil Hare tweeted it yesterday, uh, that uh, the only change will be Hernandez in for Clark, which I guess is bonus. Hernandez playing against his former team. But what would you like to see? Any other changes in the lineup? I think Pablo transformed the game a little bit on uh, Saturday. So you can't, if, he's, if he's even 90% fit, I'd stick Pablo in because he can, he can transform a game, can't he? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'd like to see Click have a bit of a rest, but then again, he might you know, turn his farm round in a game. So. Yeah. 
I like, like it did against Rotherham. Like it did against Rotherham. He took his goals really well that day. So, mm. no, I won't. I won't tinker too much with it unless you, you know, unless Izzy Brown was 100 percent fit. I think I'd obviously consider putting him in the team, but he, he won't start. I think it's just nice that Bamford is back. Really, um, would you keep Bamford in the starting lineup? Yeah, I mean, obviously Bielsa's announced his team now, so we know B- uh, Bamford's there. Um, <coughs> Yeah, I would do. I think uh, as soon as Bamford is 100% match fit, he'll be, he'll, he'll, uh, he's a class forward, really. Yeah. He, he just took away, his ch- he, when he does get a chance, he usually yeah. tucks them away. And I mean, to say that he's not 100% match fit, he played 90 minutes, I mean, 112 minutes from the start <laughs> yeah. against Middlesbrough. He did, yeah. So he must have got a bit of uh, energy from that to take in tonight, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, be nice to see him on top form tonight. Yeah, the only, the only change that I would have wanted was Shackleton in that right back for Ailing. That's just people keep saying that, but he, he defended Ailing so much yesterday that, yeah, that I, it's not going to happen. It won't happen. No. I'd like to see Robertson for click. Yeah, yeah. Uh, game against Norwich. The only standout player for me was Tyler Roberts. He was so good in that. Well, we have out. a match of the day thing on the Trust website, and Roberts was so close to getting it against uh, Norwich. Bamford got it because obviously got the winning goal. Yeah, and, and hit the bar. We got the we got the consolation goal, should I say, hit the bar. Wish yeah. it had been the winning goal. Yeah, it would have been nice. <laughs> I think Roberts has showed a bit of class in a few of his games. He's, 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 he's very technical. He's, <coughs> he's, got, yeah. he's, he's got turns. He's only just turned 20 as well. He's only a kid. You know. yeah. yeah, he's a good player. He just yeah. needs to get that um, weight of pass correct. If he's going to play number 10, he needs to, yeah. he needs to get the, spa- the passing spot on. And he can learn he does over his passes, doesn't he? Yeah. The, thing, the thing with the squad overall, though, he's hardly tweaked his squad from last season. Look where we are. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, just unbelievable, yeah, isn't it? Unbelievable work. Yeah. Uh, to the point Bales. where we'll all be really annoyed if we finish in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, hasn't been the case for about 10 years. <laughs> Tell you what, I want to propose something, though, because going forward, I wouldn't mind seeing a change in formation for Leeds United. I'd love us to go 4-2-3-1 and go 2 you know, two holding midfielders, but make one of them be box to box. That my opinion, because for me, we're so short. Like we, we always seem to be just midfield. Just seems to be non-existent. At times. No, not for me. Four, <coughs> four, one, three, two. I'd go for two up front. Uh, Roof and Bamford. <coughs> yeah, I, th- I think he's got a decision to make if Farshaw's fit because he does like Farshaw, doesn't he? Yeah, he does definitely. And I think he will put him back into the team as well, but not for the. You, you want Phillips to stay in there. You don't want Phillips to be out of the team either. So you have to accommodate them both. I think. Yeah. So maybe. I, Go four two three one. You go Phillips, and then Forshaw next to him. Forshaw is that type of box to box player, and he's the type of player who can launch, launch a pass. I mean, he's got the best passing accuracy in the championship. Um, Mainly because all his passes are to Casilla, and most of them, some of them don't reach him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bailey. Yeah. Uh, but that's just my opinion. But uh, predictions then, predictions. So uh, Charles, are you still <coughs> going to stick by two one? I am going to go two one. I'm going to go Patrick Bamford and Pablo Hernandez to score. Kev? And oh, sorry, oh. yeah. Um, I think with the feeling towards Swansea at the moment, I think the crowd will be really up for it tonight. Get behind the team like Akadabi. It could be a three 0 I think. Yeah, and everybody's happy again. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> I'm going. I don't know who's going to score. Hopefully, Bamford. One of them. I'm. I'm not as optimistic as you, Kev. I'm going to go two one uh, as well with uh, Charles. Hey, we called it correctly for Borough as well. We called one one for Borough. Both yeah. of us. I said the either. What did I say? I thought I. I, I definitely said one one. Yeah, and I was like, <coughs> I can see it being one-one, but I hope, to, I hope two-one for Leeds because they never go against against Leeds. Not no, then. never. I wouldn't um, say a draw is going against Leeds. You just have to take your points. Yeah, I never. It's hard to say a defeat against Leeds. You think what, what are you doing? You want Leeds to lose? But yeah, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, but Kev, <coughs> final question for you. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh yeah. Will Leeds United get promoted this season? Yes. Will they do it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm saying that with my fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, well, this is the great opportunity to do it. I mean, we're talking about automatic promotion for Pizza, not not through the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, under Monk, we would have thought, oh yeah, we're going to do the playoffs. Let's get to the playoffs. Now we're thinking, you know, let's bu- not get the playoffs. Bugger the playoffs. <laughs> let's get promoted automatically. This is probably the best chance I'll ever have of getting automatic promotion. Definitely. And I think with Pontus's uh, press conference yesterday, I think the players know that. And I think with the 15 games to go, eight home games, it's in their own hands now. It's down to them to do it. Yeah. Tell you what, isn't it ironic how the last time we went up second uh, in the division was back in League One and Norwich were top at table? Yeah. And even more ironic, back in 89-90, we went up as champions and Sheffield United were runners up. I think I'd like that a bit better. Two, two Yorkshire clubs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day. 
<laughs> uh, well, hopefully Leeds United can do it. But that brings us to the uh, end of this episode of the podcast. Thank you very much for uh, listening, as always. Thank you to Charles, as ever, for joining me. Thanks for having me on again. <laughs> thank you very much, uh, Kev, for joining us. Really thanks, guys. It. It's been great. Thank you very much. Hi, great stuff. Um, so, yeah, thanks to everyone who's downloaded and listened. Really do appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you uh, can do. Uh, don't forget to follow all things Leeds across all of our social media pages. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not already. Now, we'll be back next week where me and Charles are joined in the studio by Andrew Stats Dalton. So make sure you uh, listen. We'll see you next week.